Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Filthy Netdeckers podcast. I'm your host, Nate. You can find me at Darth Heretic, and I am here with my co-host, Extraordinaire Tony. He's on Twitter, at MTG Tony. This is our 28th episode, what? and boy... What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, 28th episode? I listen to this podcast every week on Friday morning when it comes out, and I know this should be episode 27. What kind of chicanery are you trying to pull here? All right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because last week's episode had some technical difficulties. Tony, that's your your recording was all messed up and was not actually usable in any way, unfortunately. I tried. I really did. And so the only people who got to hear it (laughs) were the patrons while we got to record it live. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened last week. It was just bad. But you know what? That does seem like a solid reason to donate as little as five dollars a month. When snafus like that happen and episodes are lost forever, you would have gotten valuable knowledge. Plus, you get all the stuff that Nate wants to cut out. You want to hear me talk to my kids when they burst into the room? You want to hear me take phone calls about my son's car breaking down and I quote need to go help? Or- <laughs> I like the quote. <laughs> Or how about when my dog starts barking, or when the trash truck comes up the street as soon as we start recording? It already came today, by the way, so we don't have to worry about that. Awesome. Yeah. Plus, the pure gold that is our pre-show. 40 minutes of pre-show this morning, folks. Oh, it was was gold. It was absolute hilarity, also. Uh, Plus, there's more benefits than just that. But I'm telling you, like, that alone right there, worth it. Did, did you really just turn your own screwing up of an audio into a Patreon pitch? Yeah, so uh, anyway, <laughs> we've got a great episode for you this week. We're going to start with our Filthy Netdeckers 101. We're going to transition into some beginner tips. Move on to Onique's tournament that he's running that both me and you entered. You got to play in this one, which is fun. And then we can wrap it up with some deck lists. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I think we got a jam-packed episode. Don't, don't, don't do it. (laughs) They've already heard it twice. No, they've heard it once, and they missed out on the last joke last time. Did we do it in the last episode? I think it was the last episode. It wasn't, because you wrote it in, and I wrote the last episode's intro. So they have actually heard it twice, yes. Okay. That's right, you wrote a great intro last week, too, by the way. I did. I thought it was, I thought it was solid. And then I took your... I took your lines. <laughs> you did. You 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 brought it to another level. I thought I did good. And then you just you brought it to another level. Yeah, Nate. I think laughed for over a minute and a half. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So for our filthy netdeckers one hundred and one this week, Tony, how was your week, sir? What'd you do over the past? I don't know. Two weeks now. Um, but two weeks, I actually did some fun things. I, um, I went to Foxwoods with a bunch of my friends for a 40th birthday party. Nice, nice. Did you have fun? I did. Did you come back richer or poorer? Richer! By how much? About 75 bucks. Nah, that's not bad. No, no, that's good. All my friends uh, bought all my food, all my drinks. Uh, the only thing I really did pay for was gambling, so. Nice. Yeah, even they paid for the hotel room, too. They paid for everything. It was great. You got some good friends, Tony. I do. I do have good friends, for sure. Uh, but other than that, uh, we've been decorating the house for Christmas and kind of getting everything ready. We've got the tree up. Uh, my son came home for their, uh, Thanksgiving, which is nice mm-hmm. to see him. We don't get to see him that often anymore, so. That's good. Yeah, he brought his uh, friend home with him, too, which was interesting. 
female <laughs> female friend. Also, I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. But not girlfriend. He doesn't tell me these things. I don't ask questions. A female okay. friend. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I hear you. Kids are kids. Yep. Yep. And she just stayed at our house for like a night or two and then mm-hmm. took off to go with her family. But, you know, That's it's been nice. pretty quiet. Yeah. It's been nice. How about you? What'd you do the past week? Well, like you said, Thanksgiving happened. We had a good Thanksgiving. Had some friends show up for Thanksgiving who we weren't expecting, but it was nice to have, you know, nice to have people around for Thanksgiving. And then uh, we put up our Christmas tree too. We always put up our Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. It needs to go up because my wife loves Christmas and absolutely loves putting up the tree and the lights. And we watch Elf every year because it's one of the only Christmas movies I can stand without wanting to vomit. Because Christmas movies just make me want to drill a drill into my head. Are you kidding me right now? Like I, I, I couldn't disagree with you anymore about any subject. <sighs> like, even squirrels. <laughs> I love Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love Christmas movies. Oh, oh, oh. I don't mind Christmas. Music and movies I can't stand. It's the same music we've been listening to for, I don't know, how old am I, 36? Same music I've been listening to for 36 years, and any of the new stuff just isn't good. I don't under... Explain to me how a Christmas movie works. Explain this to me. How do they not know Santa exists, yet he's real and delivers gifts every year? Do parents just wake up and go, oh, where did this gift come from? The logic behind Christmas movies makes no sense to me. You just gotta believe. That's it. Okay? Like, I don't understand. Like, I will grow up... Believe in what? The magic of Christmas. You're great. The magic of Christmas. (laughs) I love Christmas. Christmas is, like, my favorite holiday, other than my birthday. Christmas is number two. I've legitimately looked at my wife and said, if we have kids, I am not lying to my kid and saying Santa's real. I'm not doing it. I don't know what you're talking about. Santa's real. Yeah, it, sure. <laughs> There's right no there. one who listens to our podcast who thinks Santa's real. That's all I'm saying. And if, if I just spoiled I that just Santa li- is I fake, listen. I'm sorry. I listen to this podcast. Did you know? Uh, I don't know if you knew this. Oh, okay. my God. Oh, God. I don't know if you knew me. this. Uh, three different times in my life, I have been Santa Claus. I have played Santa Claus in different things. Oh, so you fully admit that Santa isn't real because you're Santa. Okay. Good to know. Uh, no. Like, you know there's different <laughs> actors who portray different things? Yeah. Actors me. portraying things are fake. Now you're right, telling was, me that I Batman a, is real? I Spider-Man is real? Santa. If you dress up as Batman, are you the real Batman? No. No. Of course. This is what I'm saying. So I dressed up as Santa Claus and had it as a job three different times in my life and gotten paid for it three different times. I love Christmas. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a crotchety old man who hasn't had kids, so I don't see that magic. But I just... Uh, and, and movies make no sense. I'm sorry. I don't understand how parents in in Christmas movies can be like, oh, there's a Santa? Hi? I didn't know a Santa existed. When You don't watch only real life movies. You watch a lot of movies that don't make any sense. Sure. It's that that I can't get over because every Christmas movie does it. It's not like a Christmas movie every once in a while. Every Christmas movie has this big glaring thing wrong with it. 
And that's, if parents don't think Santa is real, where do those gifts come from that Santa delivers every year? Do the parents just think they buy that for the kids themselves? Like, what actually happens? Well, we have to assume in, like, say, that world. Because obviously our world, Santa brings presents. So The one I can stand is Elf, and Elf has that same glaring problem, too. Elf also just has Zoe Deschanel in it, so... But you got to assume that he can't actually get to everybody's house in all these times, in all these, uh, like, around So we're assuming world. Santa is not as all-powerful as he's put out to be in all of these movies. Yeah, of course. He's a legend. Legends grow over time. So, you know, Santa can only get to so many houses. So when it actually does happen, the parents are like, oh, wow, dude, he actually showed up this year. Like, yeah, no, but, always... the, but the parents, like... Do not believe in Santa. They're like, oh no, Santa just doesn't exist. Come on, kids. Duh. And then he does. So maybe you're one of those parents, and then you just haven't had it happen yet. It's fine. Santa's amazing. Sure, Tony. Santa movies. Christmas movies are almost all dumb. Like I said, I can stand Elf because, you know, it's Elf. But other than that. Growing up, I would watch Hallmark Christmas movies with my mother all weekend long. It was great. I, I would. You know, I much those prefer. Those are the worst. I just started watching Hawkeye, and I that's based at Christmas time, and I, I much prefer that because at least their Christmas stuff is based in reality. The rest of it is, and I understand that you know he <laughs> fought aliens from outer space. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be an interesting month with you being, I love Christmas, and me being, meh, Christmas. I lo- absolutely love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, I've already bought all my kids their presents and went to get the wife her present, but she won't tell me what she wants yet, so. Yeah, uh, my wife takes care of all of that, so she's bought gifts for everyone. I don't have to do anything except for buy her gifts, and the one gift I went to buy her is sold out and won't be back in stock until after Christmas, so I don't know what to do. Gotta get it. And the other gifts I had for her, I gave out to other people when they were said, what should I buy her? I'm like, oh, buy her this. Oh, buy her this. So all the other gifts that I would have gotten her, she's gotten from other people. Time to go above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah, got the debit card right here so I can buy it. Can you hold that up to the camera for a minute? No, don't do that. There you go. No, the other side. That's what you get. Oh, I get the first four digits. Yep. And And the name. That's her card. Oh, you want the front? Sure. Here's the front. No, but that's her card. That's not yours. Correct. It's her card. Correct. (laughs) You're going to buy her present with her card? Yes. It's our money. If she buys me a gift, I'm buying myself the gift because it's our money. If I buy her a gift, she's buying herself the gift because it's our money. We don't split the money. It's all shared. You and your wife have a shared bank account, right? Yeah, we do. Okay. We do. But I still use my own card for stuff. This is the credit card that has money on it. It just happens to be. You have a debit card? I I have a debit. This is a credit card, not a debit card. Uh, We don't use those. Yeah, so this is a credit card that has available room on it to put stuff. Yeah, I paid off all my credit cards and haven't used them again since. Yeah, if I could get there, I would. Yeah, give it time. It'll happen. Beginner's tips. 
I was just trying to think of something else, and um, talk, going back to my casual play group that I play with a lot, um, we just play kitchen table magic. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to get them into more of a formatted magic. Okay. So that way there's some semblance of organization about it. Okay. Because right now, like, some of the decks are, like, off the charts busted strong. And then other ones are just a bunch of commons that they opened up from Booster Box and put all the cards in. Like, one of the players this week had uh, eight copies of Blood Crazed Socialite in their deck. <laughs> Why? It had two different artworks. He thought it was two different cards. <laughs> I he, mean, it was the reg- regular sure. art. And then there yeah. was the, like, vampire the showcase, showcase art. The showcase frame. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And so so they opened of... up four of the showcase frame and four of the regular art and looked at them and went, this is two different cards. Yes. I can run four of each. It wasn't until he had uh, two in play and three in his hand that he's like, huh, um, there's something. I'm just going to put this card off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I was trying to convince him was to play more Commander. Because a lot of their decks are 100 plus cards anyway. They don't stick to the 60 card. Why? Do they not listen to this podcast and hear our episode about how many lands you should put in a deck and why you shouldn't run more than 60 or 40 cards in formats? I don't know if they do or not. Clearly not. (laughs) But I know for them it's just very hard to cut cards. Because these cards are always good. And I'm like, no. No deck needs a holy strength. People, they played a, a holy strength in a constructed deck. That is a one white mana for a plus one, plus two enchantment. Yep. I'm like, that is a bad card. You could take that card out of your, your deck and replace it with a one, two creature. Mm-hmm. And you would be better. They, they just didn't seem to understand. So I'm trying to get them to play commander. I figure a lot of their decks are roughly similar to commander decks anyway, around a hundred cards. They don't necessarily have four of everything, but, you know, so it's, they mm-hmm. can just do one of things. And then that got me to thinking of all the different formats of Magic. Yeah. All the different ways you can play. And so I thought we'd just kind of go over them real quick. Sounds good to me. Cool. Um, so I just went to uh, Magic formats <laughs> online. And um, so uh, we're going to start with the most popular three. Um, do you know what the... Oh, let's make this a game. What do you think the top three formats are? Top three formats? Are we talking draft con- draft and constructed? Or like the top three constructed formats? Um, booster draft is one of the top three. I'll tell you that. Okay. So, <clears throat> so you draft, standard, and commander? No. Draft and standard, correct. There's a third one that is more popular. Modern? No. Kitchen table? No. Which is probably... The number one, really, yeah. 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 But for an actual format. I don't know. What is it? Sealed deck. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Where you just open up some packs and play with those. Okay. I guess that's valid. Yep. Um, So those are the top three. And that kind of makes sense. I've I've played those three probably, eh, maybe not standard as much, but definitely Booster Draft and Sealed deck I play a lot. Um, Over my years, I have definitely played a lot of Sealed. I'm yep. not a drafter. I've never been. And um, standard, I've only been playing within the last few years with Arena. Okay. Uh, there's also Modern, uh, which is 8th edition on, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Commander, which we've talked about. It's a 99-card singleton deck with a Commander, and you have to stay within its colors. Yep. Legacy, which is all cards from all legal sets, except for certain ones that are banned. Except for certain cards that are banned, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain cards. Yeah. Sure. Uh, vintage, which allows basically any card ever, and it restricts some to just one card. Is all you can play in your deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brawl is technically a format that nobody ever plays except on Arena. Uh, that's uh, true. You're 60. absolutely right. Brawl yep. is an actual format that no one plays except on Arena. Yep, it's 60 card commander, basically. Two mm-hmm. player only. Oh, now we get to some weird ones. We got Team Unified Constructed. Team Unified Constructed. Tony, you and I have done that before. Yes, yes, we have. And uh, you and Miles carried me along because... Because <laughs> <laughs> you were we playing did... a very, very bad Legacy deck. Yes, but I was playing Legacy. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that was that was a tough... You guys oh, did well. That was so much fun, man. Yeah, I lied. that was probably one of my favorite times. Like, we've done... Um, I don't even know if it's... Uh, Oh yeah, it is. It's a later on team booster draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we or team no team sealed team sealed deck. I did that before, and that was a lot of fun. But I think the constructed one was more fun for me. Yeah, we had a blast. If only that uh, modern player didn't miss his uh, packed trigger, huh? Uh, God. If only he was good at playing. <laughs> yeah. If only he was good at playing. Thank God Miles won that game. I would have felt so <laughs> bad if Miles lost that game. So bad. It was one of the few yeah, matches I won. <laughs> exactly! And then I ended up having to just... Oh, oh. All right, continue. Uh, okay, there's also Block Constructed, where you just use certain cards from a single block. Two-Headed Giant, where you play two-on-two. Two. I've done a Sealed Two-Headed Giant at a pre-release before. That's a lot of fun. That's what I've been told. Um, I've never played two-headed giant, so I'm not sure. Really? Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Especially, especially in a pre-release when it's sealed, you open up two pre-release pools and then you can combine them together. So the decks are just a little bit better because you've got, you know, 12 packs to build two decks out of. And as long as you both don't go, I want black, you're good. You know, that's what I did like about the team sealed event Mm -hmm. where you open, uh, 18 packs and make three decks out of it yep and those decks are strong decks but even with 18 and three you're still splitting colors between two players yeah you have to yeah but with with just two players and two-headed giant you don't always have to split a color between two players each player is playing a two-color deck with a whole lot of good cards in it Mm -hmm. yeah no 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 it's definitely making the decks is one of the hardest parts of the team sealed Mm mm-hmm but no, I, no, no, no. I need that card. But that card could help me in my deck. Yep. I, can, I can imagine it. And then you want to kind of just give it to the worst player if they mm-hmm. really need it. But then you also want your best player to be... Yeah, exact To have the best advantage to win, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's also Popper, where you can only play cards that are commons, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, Pioneer. Do you have a Popper deck? No, I do not have a Popper deck. I have a um, Popper deck. Hmm. Do you know what my popper deck is? Slivers, obviously. Nope. <laughs> Slivers. <laughs> you're, you're never going to guess my uh, popper deck. Burn? Yeah, burn, of course. Yeah, of course popper burn. burn. Yeah, yeah, of course. I have I have a folder. I have popper burn. I have pioneer burn. I have modern burn. And I, at the time, I had standard burn. But now it's more like pioneer burn again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Pioneer is also a format. 
Pioneer is a format. Yep. And that's the constructed formats. Do people play Pioneer? Ah, I wish. I loved Pioneer. Pioneer is a format that was the second Ravnica, Return to Ravnica block forward. Is that what it was? That's correct. Yep. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, But the pandemic, I think, was the end of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they did make Pioneer decks recently that they put out. Challenger decks, yep. Challenger decks, but I don't think we're seeing Pioneer do anything. Yeah. Didn't uh, uh, the didn't the Popper game at the Popper tournament at uh, Vegas recently had a whole bunch of players in it? Huh. Did it really? Nice. Yeah, I want to say it had a, it had a bunch of players, and then the winner got a dual land. Sweet. And someone was saying the winner of the Popper tournament got a card that's not legal in Popper. Of course. And someone else goes, yeah, no, they got a card that they can turn around and sell for three or four Popper decks. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. Popper decks are not expensive. Popper decks will always have two cards in it that are, and then everything else is dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about But right. since it's only two cards that you need that are like seven or eight dollars instead of ten cents... Mm-hmm. They do wind up trending a lot cheaper. Uh, do you know the different limited formats? No. Uh, booster draft. Yep. S- sealed deck. Yep. Team sealed deck. Yep. Team booster draft. And then there's one more. Conspiracy. Conspiracy is its own? Yeah, because it's a multiplayer booster draft format that's fun to play with friends and easy to run. Because you can use those conspiracy cards. Interesting. I got some of those. I got a couple boxes of those. Yeah, and then there's other Magic Online specific formats, but we don't need to talk about those. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's all the Magic formats. And um, I, I highly re- recommend people uh, trying some different ones. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, Neeks Tournament. Yeah. So did you finish yet? Because we finished up ours last night. I didn't finish my bracket. I've only played two games out of the, what is it, four that you need to play before you're out? Unless you I, lose too many. You can lose two matches. You, yeah, I've only lost one. Okay. So you're in the loser's bracket side of it. Yep. I'm, in, I'm now down in the loser's bracket. Like I said, I think I have, if I win my next game, I'll still have one more to play. Okay. But if I lose my next game, I'm obviously out. Yeah, yeah. It's a double elimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the same person twice. Well, I played two people back to back. So my four matches <laughs> were, I, uh, or no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not true. Um, I played Ryu first and he was on werewolves mm-hmm. and I, um, he and what are you on? on? I am on mono black control. Okay. I love this deck. I sent you the deck list. We talked about it in last week's episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the missing episode that only Patreon yep, the, to hear. the missing episode yep yep the deck was fantastic for me um before i was like 11 and 3 with it i think i sent the thing to the uh the discord which is also a patreon uh perk mm-hmm. it was like an 89 percent win rate or something stupid yep it basically it's designed to beat the mono white deck and any mid-range or aggro mm-hmm. decks and so playing werewolves, I thought was relatively simple. You know, I was really able to take care of business. Yeah, yeah. So I beat him, and then I played up against another, like, werewolf-style deck, but it was more mono-green splash werewolves. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of the um, werewolf pack leader, ranger class, old growth troll, mm-hmm. but with uh, the reckless storm seeker. Okay. And so it was it was werewolf adjacent. Mm-hmm. And I have he was a I had a rough game one against him, and then game two. He had Ranger class on level three, just playing stuff off the top of his library and was overwhelming me. Yeah. So he took me down and then I played Ryu again, round three, and easily won 2 0. That was not even. Mm hmm. Yeah, was it? Or was it 2 1 now that I think of it? I think he took game, game two. Okay. Yeah. Just was able to get a fast start and I, was, I couldn't uh, stop it. Um,. But I won again. Uh, Blood on the Snow against these decks is just... It's just crazy. It, it's, yep. it's annihilating me. Yep. Yeah, Blood on the Snow is awesome. I love it. Especially when you're bringing back a wolf. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're like, here's two creatures. I've yep. blown up the board. Now I have a Planeswalker and two creatures. Go! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I have this. I, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, then I played up against Chris again, who had lost in his match. Chris had the werewolf adjacent deck. Yep. And uh, this time it wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. This this is the one that, like, I don't think I lost any life. <laughs> wow. I was at, like, 40-something life and just going off with Professor Onyx. I uh, beat him one game. I casted Duress for the win. <laughs> oh, he was at two. <laughs> Duress with <laughs> Professor Onyx on the battlefield. He had no... <laughs> No cards in hand, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just just doing it to just to kill someone by casting duress. I hear you. Oh, it was fantastic. Yep, and then I played against uh, Jace Bellerin. Okay. I don't know what his real name is, but that's what he goes by. So I'm like, okay, I'll play against right. Jace. And uh, he was playing like a black-white control deck. Then it was not Jace Bellerin. Just saying, Jace would be playing mono blue. I thought so too. I thought so too. That's what I was expecting. I expected to see Epiphany, but there was no Epiphany. Um, instead, it was almost the same kind of deck as me, except it was splashing for uh, uh, Vanishing Burst. Okay. And didn't use Soren, like mm-hmm. I have in mine. Um, and he was just able to take it. He won uh, 2-0 also. Mm-hmm. I kind of blame myself for being overtired when I played. Yeah. I played at 10 o'clock last night. After bowling, and it was just, mm-hmm. it, I, I shouldn't have agreed to it then. I hear you. I understand. I, I know I made a couple mistakes, and I'm, right after I did it, I'm like, why did I just do that? I killed myself with a meat hook masker. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yep, yep, because yep. I cast it, I wiped the board, because I had to, I felt like. But then, he also had a meat hook masker. So the triggers all went on the stack, and you lost before yours went off, huh? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But I had to, like I. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was going to die based on creatures in probably two turns. So maybe I had a turn extra where I could have done something. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't thinking well. I hear you. How about your side? How's your side going? So, um, I've played two of my, like I said, up to four games total. You know, the first round I played against uh, Daniel. And the first game, Daniel played two black land, and that was it the entire game. So my mono green stompy deck kind of just over, like, just annihilated his two black mana. Okay. 
the second game, he actually had a board. I ended up taking a picture of the board state at the very end of the game. His deck was a black and green deck and started throwing out a little some uh, tainted adversary and the uh, black the blight blade there with death touch. And then he drops down Fing the Fane Bearer. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I'm like, you're doing poison counters? That's kind of cool. I hate you, but you're kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ended up killing me with poison in the last game. You dropped out a tainted adversary and kicked it twice. So he had six tutus along with the tainted adversary in play, along with a whole bunch of other creatures, had a fin in play. And then the last trigger on um, the, uh, what is the name of that card? It's the enchantment that uh, destroys the saga. Binding of the Old Gods. He used Binding of the Old Gods' final ability and gave every single one of his creatures death touch with Finn in play. That's beautiful. I I already had eight poison counters, so all one of those things needed to do was hit me, and they win. So, yeah, he he annihilated me in that game. And then we got to the... Uh, just one thing, going back to the pre-show stuff that we were talking about, mm-hmm. Kaldheim came after... Uh, Kaldheim was the first one. Yep. <laughs> only, you only understand that if you were listening yep. before. Yep, uh, correct. But yeah, once you said Binding of the Old Gods, I'm like, wait a minute, that was from Kaldheim. Okay, I Kaldheim started it. That makes a lot more sense than Strixhaven. I didn't think Strixhaven was the first set. Yeah. Um, and then my... Uh, so my first game, he played two black mana... My, uh, I'm looking at my third game here. He has two black and one green out and negative seven life. So he played five lands in those two games Oof. against me. Ouch. Yeah. And I have two Uvenwald oddities and a 2-2 cat attacking right now. Uvenwald, is that the four mana, like six, six or whatever? Four mana, four, four, vig- uh, haste and trample. And then you can transform it into an eight, eight that gives everything... Plus one, plus one, and trample. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good card. It's a, uh, I, I, I call it mini questing beast. It reminds me a lot of questing beast. Not nearly as good as questing beast, but, yeah. but definitely a mini questing beast. Nice. So yeah, nice. my first, my first games. I'm, pl- I'm on mono green stompy. That's what I've made mythic with in the past. I don't know if I like this particular deck I'm running. And uh, I know I can change up the build of the deck as long as I'm still running Mono Green Stompy. So yeah. I might try to find a different build of this because I'm not a huge fan of it. But it won me my first game. My second round was against uh, Andrew. And Andrew was also on Mono Green Stompy and won both of his games very, very easily against me by having all of the removal spells. I think he used two... Um, two of the blizzard brawls in one turn against me killing two of my creatures with one of his and then just swung in i'm like yeah there's no way i'm winning this game <laughs> both of the games we it was a mirror match so he was on mono green stompy as well but both of the games he absolutely annihilated me and now i've been pushed down to the loser bracket against joshua and i just want to give a shout out to my two opponents i uh, told both of them about the podcast when after our tournament was over with and said i would be talking about the games on said podcast so if either one of you are listening either uh andrew or daniel welcome thank you for uh playing i've been having fun with the tournament so yep yep yeah we um <clears throat> in my in the group chat i always say hey just so you know tony levac from the filthy netdickers podcast so yeah you know 
We'll see if I can find the exact message I sent to the chat because the group chat I sent one specific message to and then everyone I'm playing I send another message to as well when I'm all done playing them. Okay, sure. You know, just as the, oh yeah, by the way, I will be talking about this on the podcast because I don't know if anyone sees the big one in the main chat, you know? Yeah, that's true. I said if I, I wrote, and this is the exact quote, if I didn't do the shameless plug, my co-host would kill me. Yep, 100%. So, on that note, if any of you are podcast listeners, I'm one of the hosts of the Filthy Net Deckers podcast. We're the type of podcast where it's two old dudes talking about net decking and playing those decks on Arena. I will be talking about my round, so maybe that will entice you to come listen, and then a link to the thing. Perfect. That is yeah. the, that's the way to do it. That's what I figured. I figure it's... I just put it up there once. I'm not going to spam the chat, but after I... After every game, I'll mention it to people. Oh, do you listen to podcasts? One person was like, no, I watch YouTube. And I'm like, oh, don't say that to me because now it's just making me want to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other person was like, yes, do you have any recommendations? And I'm like, boom, recommendations. As a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) I might be biased, but. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Besides Onyx Tournament, what have you been playing on the ladder, sir? Because I know um, uh, Onique's tournament is standard, and you kind of have been playing more along the lines of uh, historic on the ladder, huh? Well, for standard, I was playing that uh, mono black deck, the mono mm-hmm. black control deck, um, and so far I'm 23 and 15 with it. Okay. And um, so it was doing really good at first, and it's kind of tailed off a little bit. Okay. Um, so it's been almost like 500 since then. Um, let me go over the list for you, though. Um, this is the same one I played in the tournament, and like I said, it's just been average for me recently. Uh-huh. Um, but it's got three duress, four eye twitch, three shambling ghast, four deadly dispute, two hunt for specimens. Do you even know this card at all? Uh... It's, it's one in a black, make a one-one pest, and learn. Yep, yep. Uh, it's got two infernal grasp, which I've really enjoyed. It's been really strong in the deck. Uh, four meat hook massacres, two skullport merchants... I gotta learn to play this card better. I, I know it's a really, really good card, mm-hmm. and I just don't think I'm playing it well enough. Sack your blockers, sack your to- your um, treasures. Yeah, I just don't like. A lot of the times when I'm playing it, I don't have the mana available, and so maybe I'm casting things that I shouldn't be to make I sure you be. can hold this open. I hear you. Yeah, like this. Just, I think I gotta learn how to play that card better. Uh, one Soul Shatter, which has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I love this card. Uh, takes out Hullbreaker Horror really well. Ooh. Yeah. Um, any, um, It's really good against... Because a lot of the, the removal in this is uh, Sorcery Speed. It also takes care of uh, Faceless Havens. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, t- uh, three Soren the Mirthless, which is better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Soren was going to be that good. Yeah. Um, but I was able to one-time ultimate him, and then generally he just draws me a card and or makes vampires. Yeah, uh, that, that, that flying vampire is pretty good that he makes. Yeah, two, three, flying lifelink, and you get to make mm-hmm. two of them if you want immediately, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got three Lolth, the Spider Queen, who's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, four Blood on the Snow, which is the MVP of the deck, mm-hmm. by far. Like... All the aggro decks just, like, dump their hand onto the field, and then you're just like, okay, blood on the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're um, using your deadly disputes to kill your shambling ghast, to draw cards, to make yep. treasures. 
Uh, you can blood on the snow as early as like turn three or four. Wow. So I really, really appreciate that card. Mm -hmm. um, to Professor Onyx, she's been amazing uh, for both destroying the biggest creature they have so that my shambling gas can block stuff or my mm -hmm. eye twitches can block. Um, for lands, it's got some Hive of the Eye Tyrant, Snow-Covered Swamps, Faceless Havens, and Field of Ruin. Field of Ruin needs to be in every standard deck. <laughs> every, You're not wrong. Every deck I play has Faceless Haven in it. Yep. So you need Field of Ruin to kill other people's Faceless Havens. Mm -hmm. um, on the play, I'm 72% win rate, which is fantastic. On the draw, only 45%, but still not mm -hmm. bad. Um... Oh, it does have a sideboard, too. It's got, um, for like a learn board, Necrotic Fumes, Containment Breach, Pest Summoning, uh, uh, One Confront the Past, Two Environmental Sciences, and a Mascot ex Exhibition. Yep. Secret way of using Mascot Exhibition is with Lolth. It just adds three counters when, you know, everything dies. So, like, yeah, yeah, you get your 4-4, four, four, your 3-2, and your 2-1. But then when they all die, like, you're just going to use them as blockers, and then Loth gets bigger, and then you can also... Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I've I've enjoyed playing this deck. It's really good against the aggro decks, which I see a lot of. And it's it's not very good against uh, the Epiphany decks. Mm-hmm. Because they just go off, and then there's mm -hmm. nothing you can do. I was able to kill a few Hall of the Storm Giants with a Soul Shatter. That's and, gross. And Field of Ruin, which is great. Mm -hmm. Field of Ruin uh, before it gets turned into a creature. Yep, after they yep. pale the mana, then you mm -hmm. Field of Ruin it. But I enjoyed the deck, and it's got a decent win rate, so... That's cool. I, I suggest playing it. How about you? What have you been playing? Well, just recently, like this uh, month... December. So, mm -hmm. since the uh, thing switched over, I've been playing a new deck, actually. So, this today. Is a... Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, I played this last night, is essentially what I'm saying. This is the most recent deck I played. I'm 11-6 and six with it. Wow, okay. So, 65% win rate. This is a Soul Sisters deck in standard. Hmm, interesting. I'm interested in this. So, you've got... It runs only one Cleric class, four of the Luminarch Veteran... I'm sorry, for the Lunark veteran. For All-In-Block Escort, 1-1 yep. Vigilant, sack it, target creature with a plus one, plus one counter on it, gains lifelink and indestructible until end of turn. Yeah, Love that e. card. That's what I call yeah. Ollie, Ollie B? Ollie E. Ollie E. All right, sure. Two Snakeskin Veil, two Kybera Takedown, four of the Luminarch Aspirant, two Vish uh, Valorious Stance, you seen Valorious Stance? Valorous, yeah, sure. It's yeah, Valorous from, Stance. There we go. Cons, from cons. Is that a cons card? Is this a reprint? Yeah. It either gains target creature gains indestructible or destroy target creature with toughness four or greater. Great card. I think it was four, cons or dragons or one of those sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four Voice of the Blessed, which you know this card's just amazing when you can gain life. Yes, four it Prosperous is. Innkeeper, which again. Gains you life whenever you play the Voice of the Blessed or any of these other things, like the uh, Lunark Veteran does. Um, four of, uh, I'm going to mess her name up here too, Tralesera the Moondancer? Yeah, we'll go with that, because that's funnier. What What is it really? It's Tralesera, isn't it? 
there we go. I can't pronounce names. You know this. <laughs> you know I can't English. Um, yeah, four of the Moon Dancer there. So between the Moon Dancer and the Voice of the Blessed, you've got like literally the best two of Johnny Pride mates the ga- the game's ever put out. Yep. Uh, three Brutal Cathar to help remove stuff. Four of the Righteous Valkyrie, and then a bunch of lands. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with this deck. Essentially. M- I've found that if you mulligan till you get either a voice of the blessed or the moon dancer there with one of your life gain things and your deck works. Mm-hmm. If you keep a seven card hand without one of those two in it, your deck doesn't really work. It can do stuff, but it doesn't do what you need it to do unless you get one of those two, um, a Johnny's pride mates into play. You know, okay. voice of the blessed is obviously much better when it gets the 10 counters, it'll be indestructible. But the Moon Dancer gets you the scry every time you gain the a life, which helps huge. you a lot, too. So either what you really want one of those in your opening hand, along with a way to gain life when you play it. Whether yeah. that's the Innkeeper or the Veteran. As long as you've got a way. And I've been having a lot of fun. I'm actually 50% win rate on the play. And 78% win rate on the draw. That's weird. Right? That's weird. Yeah. There was last on last week's podcast I had a deck that mm-hmm. had a higher I had a zero percent on the play, if I remember right, and a huge yep. number on the draw. hmm So it's weird how that works, but yeah, this deck this deck has been a lot of fun for me. Like I said, I was just playing it last night, so it's not like I've played it for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But had a couple games where just dropping out Righteous Valkyrie would win me the game. That card is so good. So good. And the and Voice of the Blessed can just get ginormous. I was playing that and I was playing essentially this deck, but instead of green, black with the um clerics deck. Mm-hmm. The clerics deck I had was essentially this, but all of the green stuff was just black stuff instead. I don't know if this is better than the clerics de- list. According to this, I am 65% with this and clerics I'm 56, so... Right now I am, but I've played a lot more matches with that Clerics deck. Not bad. Not bad. They play kind of similar, you know. Once once you get that, uh, that what do you call it there, Voice of the Blessed going, eh, just putting four counters on it, and you can do that in two turns. Mm-hmm. You can have four counters on it the turn it goes to attack. That's beautiful. Just doing that alone and having a 6-6 six, six Flying Vigilance can win you the game on its own. And then if you can get it to be indestructible by either protecting it with that little uh, Ollie E there or, you know, with an actual getting it 10 counters, it's kind of unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Of course, then someone throws out a soul shatter on you and you're like, well, there goes my indestructible creature. <laughs> yeah, soul shatter is definitely mm-hmm. good for that. Does, doesn't matter how big the indestructible creature is, soul shatter will take it out. How did you end last season, by the way? Mythic. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, a lot of people might not have heard that you made Mythic. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did make Mythic. Yeah. Yeah, I ended so. up uh, I ended up making Mythic, played that um, Cleric's deck quite a bit, and then it was like, I was like three pips away from hitting Mythic. I was lit- literally three pips away. And so I got back from uh, my break from work, and I sat down in front of my computer, and I went, you know what? We're going to burn our way to Mythic. And that's what I did. I won 3-0 and with my uh, Torbrand, my Torbrand Historic Burn deck to uh, make Mythic. And then I won't from even bring there... up the same stuff I brought up last week. 
What's that? About streaming. Yeah, I'm not going to do should. it. I'm not going to bring it up this week. Yeah, good. You shouldn't. Yep. And then, um, <laughs> and then after that, I just didn't do much in Mythic. I did not win a lot once I got to Mythic. But to be honest, I wasn't really trying either. I was playing yeah. a bunch of different decks. You know, decks that maybe I probably shouldn't have been bringing up to the ladder, but played on the ladder anyway. And ended up going like 1-1, one 0-2... One, oh Seven and ten, two and six. That's five and two with your Turbo Fog deck. That's what I'm going to be talking about next. You know. Yeah, I went five yeah. and two with that actually. It's a it's a good deck. Nah, I don't know. If you went five and deck. two. What was my full record with it? That was just that one run. Oh no, I only played it in that one run and went five and two with it. Told you, like it's surprisingly good. Man, we'll talk about that deck then. Let's talk about it. You want you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Well, yeah, but I want to talk about something else first. Is that okay? All right. Talk about yeah. Talk about whatever the whatever the heck you want, Tony. You don't mind? I don't mind. <laughs> so uh, I know we had talked about the last time people heard. I was like number sixty nine. I was super high up on the ladder. Things are going great. Uh, so <laughs> I got I got back home, and um, I've been playing, and I I was like staying around like seven eight hundred. Like okay okay good good good. And I just went on a losing streak. Yeah, oh yeah. So like I was probably only winning like thirty three percent of my matches. Ugh. And so I went from you know mid hundreds to ninety one percent. Yeah. And I, I was so frustrated. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, okay, clearly the decks I was playing aren't working. So I went back to uh, tried and true decks. Um, I went to goblins. Okay. Can't go wrong with goblins. Yes, you can, but okay. I love goblins. I think it's such a good deck. And um, I rose back up the ranks, and then I was playing that mono black deck and moving up through the ranks, playing that colorless black deck that I was playing, Mm -hmm. moving up the ranks, finally got back into the numbers, which is hard to do, let me tell Mm -hmm. you. Oh, I know. And I got all the way up to about 1,200, and then tanked again. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, but I I finished at like 96%. And, yeah, uh, I think I, I was in the 80s when I finished. So maybe this season, maybe this season I'll make the top 1,200 or 1,500 or whatever it is, but not this one. You made it close though, dude. Yeah, yeah, I just, I wish I had been just a little bit better. And your highest rank ever on Mythic is what? 69, baby. Giggity. Nice. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, so maybe maybe this month. Maybe we'll this see. month. Because it's been going... Will this Turbo Fog deck get you there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, don't have as high a win percentage as you do with it, so maybe you're just better with it than me. Um, I have a 58% win rate with it. Okay. How 60... many games? 38. Yeah, I've played seven. Maybe when I have played 38 games, my win rate will be much lower. Um, I have a lot of trouble against uh, the really hyper-aggro decks. Um, black, red, mono, red, uh, red, green, like, and blue or, uh, white, green. And that's probably like a lot of the scurry oaks and stuff, mm-hmm. um, are all like less than 33%. But like a lot of the other decks just really, really good against in, um, this mm-hmm. format. So let, let's, let me go over the deck list so that way you can see exactly what I'm playing with here. Um, I got three Professor of Symbology. Doesn't seem like a good card, but it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Jawari Disruption, one Search for Azkanta, 
Three Haze of Pollen, Fog number one. Uh, three Root Snare, Fog number two. It's got a Hydrate Crisis. Um, I have not been a big fan of this card in the deck. No? No. When I cast it and uh, drew six cards, I liked it. Six cards? Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. Like, generally, it, it just makes a blocker for me and draws me, like, two cards. Mm-hmm. Which is still decent. Yeah. I just felt like something could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, four Brazen Borrower, two Divide by Zero, one Cast Out, one Commit to Memory with no Narset in the deck, which is still surprising to me. Yeah, still weird. Uh, yep. Uh, two Memory Deluge, two Elite Guard Mage. Do you remember what this card is? Oh, yeah. You probably do, especially now that you've been playing the deck, but it's a uh, two White Blue for a 2-3 Flying Human Wizard. When it enters the battlefield, gain three life, draw a card. Um, this card's awesome because it, first of all, gains you some life, and you're going to lose a lot of life early in this deck. Uh, draws you a card to try to find either the, uh, the extra turn cards or um, fogs or stuff that you need. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, it also has three Doomscar, which is awesome for just wrathing the board. Uh, four Teferi Hero of Dominaria. The win- it is the win con of the deck. It plus it being able to untap you two lands and immediately fogging afterward is beautiful. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, there's so many times on turn five you just tap out for it. Mm-hmm. And as long as they don't have a counter spell, you're like, okay, sure. Yep, you and untap, you can... they, everything goes after Teferi, and you're like, Root Snare? Yep. Can I go now? And then you can just start drawing more cards with all mm-hmm. of your other stuff that draws. Yep. Uh, three All Runs Epiphany. Uh, it's been great for taking the extra turns to get to ferry up to eight. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens, forget it. It's game over. Yep. I've done that already once too, where I cast All Runs Epiphany, and then in my extra turn was able to get to ferry finaled, and then they scooped. Yeah, yeah, of course. Could I, I won a game where the opponent had no board. Yeah. And that was that just made me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, I think I, I ultimated Teferi and cast a uh, Memory Deluge uh, flashback. Yeah. So, well, maybe that wasn't what it was, because that doesn't actually do it. Oh, maybe I cast Memory? Mem- that must have been what it was, I cast Memory. Yeah. yeah. It drew seven cards and just... Mm-hmm. You've got no lands, you've got nothing! Hey! hey and then they but you've got a full hand of cards! That's true. <laughs> Such good times. Such good times. Uh, I really like this deck. I had a lot of fun playing it. it was I don't really know good. why I didn't continue to play it, because I lost my first game, and I lost my last game, but won the five in between them. It just probably... it. It's probably a mental thing where it didn't feel good because you uh, lost the first one, so you had a bad thought of it, and then you lost the last one. So again, just left a bad taste in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, fir- the two games I lost was against Mono Blue, and if I remember correctly, it was literally I put out they put out the one drop creature, and then that was it. It killed me. That I wasn't happen. able to do anything because they countered everything I did. And then the other loss I was against uh, green, and I think this was elves, and they overran me. Yes, it was elves, and they absolutely overran me. I have a hundred percent win rate against elves. Four. Yeah. Yeah, they completely overran me with elves really quickly. Yeah. I assume that can happen. I do have one game here. This was... Uh, so the the stuff they played was Ephemerate, 
Llanowar Elves, Dranith Magistrate, two Prosperous Innkeepers, two Wall of Blossoms, two Deputy of Detentions, two Fairground Wardens, a Glasspool Mimic that was a Deputy of Detention, two Skyclave Apparitions. Hmm. Skyclave Apparition, Fairground Warden, Deputy of Detention, all do the same thing. Yeah, basically. All they do is that, and a Collected Company. That was their entire deck. 21 minute long game I won. That was the one I ended up managing to finalize my Teferi on. And they scooped nice. after I finaled the Teferi. But that was a long game. And then that was the last game I played in that little run before I played it. The, the next day going one and one and stopped playing. But you mentioned, we talked about this last week on the, you know, super secret episode. No one will ever hear. Um, <laughs> we talked about this last week and I remember going and playing it. I think it must have been the next day. and was actually doing pretty good with it. I went from uh, 87 on the ladder up to 89. Okay, not bad. Not bad at all. So it did lift me up instead of dragging me down. But like you said, I don't know why I didn't go back and play this deck, except for the fact that I've been kind of steering towards standard ever since Onique was like, hey, tournament. Yeah. I've kind of been steering towards standard to find a good standard deck. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other deck lists this week? Um, not really. Nothing good. No, um, yeah, also, no, nothing worth talking about, really. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the decks I've already talked about that I've been playing. Mm -hmm. But I, I have been doing well recently. Like, even still, like, if I look at my last, uh, last few deck lists, like, I remember, uh, was it a few months ago? I mm -hmm. was show, I was talking about all the different deck lists and how it was like, 0%, 25%, 5%, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. If I look at my last, like, few, I got 54%, 61, 55, 43, 58, 40, 56, 35. Like, they're all pretty high up there. Mm -hmm. And as long as I can stay over 500, I'm happy. Yeah. And for the record, we're getting this all off of uh, untapped.gg. Oh, untapped.gg. Just want to throw them out a shout out for literally no reason. They don't sponsor us or anything, but God, we if couldn't it, if do it's, this. We no. really couldn't. It's such a good site. I'm literally have it. It is always up. I almost always have it up on my computer. I have it up quite often. Yeah. And especially because mm -hmm. I, I do the premium because I, I say, why yep. not? It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I get so much information about deck lists and which what's actually performing well right now. In best of one, best of three, everything. Mm -hmm. So even though they're not su not supporting us yet, hopefully so, one day. Yeah. Yep, and yep. according according to this, I've made Mythic the past three months in a row. I don't think I realized that. Oh, yeah. Where does it say that? How do I how do I? Get um, if you change from current to previous, I just changed from current set to current and previous. Okay, sure. And it's saying that uh, uh, October yeah. I made it, November, uh, September I made it, October I made it, and November I made it. Yeah, I've definitely made it the past three months, too. But I, know, I already knew that. I didn't know if it went back farther. That's the furthest I can go without going to premium. But I don't know if you can go back further with premium. Um, yeah, but I think that was still just... Oh, no, September I was also mythic. Yeah, I can go back to September and see mythic. I can see October mythic and I can see November mythic. Okay. Yeah, I, I can go back farther because I'm premium. But uh, yeah, I can go back as far as oh theros beyond death wow nice yep that i don't know what when that was because it doesn't have the 
date on the bottom, but... And all the time just merges together in our heads. That's why it took us so long to figure out uh, Cal time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so one other thing I want to talk about, it's kind of, you know, just in the background right now, we're, we're doing some work and trying to figure out all the exact details. But on the 19th of December, 2021, that's uh, 18 days from right now when we're recording. The Sunday before Christmas. Oh, yeah, oh my, yeah, it is, actually. Whoa, okay. <laughs> the Sunday before Christmas. That's that's coming up quickly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we're thinking about having a tournament where you can probably win some packs by beating us. Yeah. yeah I'm not exactly sure how we're going to do everything right now, but uh, we'll probably play for like three or four hours, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and um, let everybody join us. Um I think there's probably going to be a fee to enter, and maybe if you're a patron, you'll be able to get in for free. Yeah, being sounds a good patron to, to us is awesome, but I don't know the details yet. Um, I just kind of want to put it out there. Yeah, so you guys can uh, make sure you get, get your Sunday available to play us, the Filthy Netdeckers. If you're uh, on the Facebook, the Magic the Gathering Arena Facebook group, group. that... Yep. Onique runs. He's running a very similar tournament this weekend, I believe, where you beat the moderators. And it's yeah. going to be something very similar to what he's doing there, but you're going to beat the filthiest of net deckers, Tony and I. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Um, like I said, we don't have the details yet. Uh, we just kind of want to put it out there so that everyone can know yeah, about cause, it. Yeah, because it's coming up soon. And next on next week's podcast, we will have all of the details, everything you need to know about the, about the uh, tournament, and we will be all set to go. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, so let me wrap this up for us. Um, you can find the Filthy Net Deckers podcast on all social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can pretty much go anywhere and find us um, as an aside because that's what I do. Um, Facebook recently, just Nate, you know, I'm just talking to me and you. I mean, leave it in there, but you know. <laughs> they yep. have like they have like little TikToks now. Like reels. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, those... I, I love them. <laughs> I, I can't stop watching them. You, are you going to become a TikToker? No, I'm not going to do any of them. But my God, they, they suck me in. It's terrible. I hate it. They're doing the same thing to my wife. I have it hidden on Facebook so it doesn't come up. So I don't oh, see it. Because it's so great. And I my wife it. loves them. No, I, I don't even like seeing them. I like, I don't like them. <laughs> Oh, it's she terrible. loves it. She was sitting down watching them for like an hour last night. So I hear you. That's I what happens to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Because that references that other one that I saw yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> when the memes reference other memes. And I get it. That's the worst. <laughs> when, when you see a picture of a shrimp and he has a pan in front of him with rice in front of it. And you're like, oh, I get that. No, is this see? is this free real estate? <laughs> is that over your head? Uh maybe. There, there oh, was oh, a uh, no. The, yeah, the shrimp fried rice. Yeah, yeah shrimp yeah, fried yeah, rice. Oh, you mean a shrimp fried this rice? And here's a picture of a shrimp actually frying rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look. I'm like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. And someone else like, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, internet culture. Yeah. Not everyone knows it. Great. Yeah, I was th- I was thinking about my other thing. So yeah. I was listening to you, but not really listening to you. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. It sounds normal for this podcast. <laughs> I always listen to you, Tony. Yeah, Twice, in fact. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> anyway, if you want to find us on Twitter, I am 
MTG underscore Tony. Nate is Darth Heretic. Uh, talk to us. We'll gladly talk back. I don't think uh, anyone from the podcast has ever hit me up on Twitter. Ever. Not once. Okay, challenge this week <laughs> to yeah. all our filthy fandom. Good luck. Send us a tweet. Send him a tweet. I mean, you guys tweet me all the time. I know, already know that. Like, I get six or seven tweets a day from you. But if you could just send Nate a tweet, that'd be great. Um, you get six or seven tweets a day? Oh, people talk to me nonstop. They're like, oh my god, I love the Filthy Netdickers podcast. And wow, I, I guess I'm just over here chop liver. They just tell me, you're so great on that podcast. I, I love you. You just need another co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you don't get any of that stuff. <laughs> if you want to follow Nate on Twitch, he streams at Darth Heretic MTG. You can find him almost every single Saturday running Aether Hub tournaments as if it was 2019 again. Oh, I uh, wish. Oh. Yeah, those are fun tournaments. Those were so much fun. Um, you can find uh, our Patreon at patreon.com slash filthy net deckers. Um, again, there's so many reasons to sign up. I implore you to. Um, also, you can share your deck list with us. It makes our jobs that much easier finding decks. We'd love to play them on here and see how they do. That I think that's it. it. We're done. Bye. Bye. That's all there is. <laughs>